0: Listening to petliferadio.com. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Alive Again. That's right. There is animal life after death, and there is reincarnation, and we're going to talk about it today. To all our global listeners, thank you so very much for taking time to hear us and to share with us. And those of you on the treadmill who are listening to your podcast, come on down. We've got a lot more archives that'll get you through all of your workouts. Hi, I'm Brent Atwater. I'm from the USA, and... Hi, I'm Coco Bonnet from Australia. Welcome from Down Under. And we're glad to see y'all today. Our guest is Pat Coffey, and she's going to tell us the story of Smitty. Who's Smitty? A magnificent white cat with eyes that'll cut through you and talk to your soul. Our subject today is going to be about, okay, I've got a reincarnated pet, but really? Do I really buy into this? And that's what we're going to talk about after we talk to our sponsors.
1: Sit. Stay. Stay. We'll be right back After a short pause Well, four to be exact Every pet is unique Maybe they're gray in the muzzle Yet young at heart Maybe they're growing out of the puppy stage And into their paws and ears Or maybe they're just trying to maintain A more girlish figure At PetSmart We have the right food for your pet Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com.
0: And for those who are new listeners, we have books on reincarnation called Animal Reincarnation, Everything You Wanted to Know. Or if you're across the world, we have Animal Life After Death. It's the same book, except lots of countries call the process of pets dying and returning by a different name, so we've got it covered both ways, and they're translated into multiple languages. We also have a wonderful Facebook group that we invite you to join, even if you speak in multiple languages, because we have folks that will greet you with an hola or a velcomine or in your native language. Send your questions, if you have any, to brent at brentatwater.com and suggest shows, or just ask a question, and that might be our next show. So we'll look forward to talking with you, and we're so glad you're tuned in to talk with us today. Okay, Miss Pat, are you there? I'm here. Are you nervous? A little. <laughs> okay, well, we appreciate your taking time to share with us your story about Smitty. Now, you first had multiple readings from animal communicators, and they all told you Smitty's coming back. But I think what I'd love for you to share most of all is the signs that were just extraordinary before Smitty got there because we had a show last week. And by the way, folks, you can look in our archives, and you will see a list of upcoming shows, and you will also see a list of our past shows, all of them available 24-7. 7. So, Pat, if you'll share a few of the signs, because you had some really remarkable ones that Smitty sent you before he came. We'd love to hear about it.
2: I did. It was mostly uh, my signs were butterflies. I got lots of butterflies out last summer, and when he was ready to come back just before he came, well, he was actually back, and it was on May the 4th. But let's specify and he
0: was back on earth, but he wasn't with you at that time. He was coming he was to back you. on He was back
2: on earth, Right. And we got signs on, it was on May the 4th, and it was a very rainy weekend, and I had asked for signs of butterflies, and it rained all weekend, and I thought, well, I can't see any butterflies. So on the rainy Saturday, we decided to go out in the rain, which I don't normally do. Something just pulled me out there, and I went and looked at an adoption they were having here in Athens, Tennessee, and, um, we went on from there. I looked at cats, but I didn't feel anything. And we went on to a flea market in Sweetwater, Tennessee. And in the flea market, there was everywhere I looked, there was butterflies. Were
0: they actual symbols or are they live?
2: Symbols. They were not live butterflies. And then online okay. that weekend, I kept seeing butterflies, postings of butterflies when we left the flea market, there was this big billboard that I had never noticed before, and Smitty's nickname that I called him all the time was Purdy's, and I called him that one, I called him Smitty, and there was this big billboard that said Purdy's Petting Zoo, and I've right. been there many times, I'd never seen this before, but it's there, and I said, well, that's a sign there. And we were on our way home. Well, that's and
0: literally a sign. A billboard. Oh, that was a big H- sign. That
2: was a sign. A big billboard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we went on. And on our way home, there was, and it was still raining, uh, this little country road that we'd never been down before. And Alan likes to go on these little country roads sometimes. So we decided to go down through there. And we were driving down through there. And we just passed the house. There was a sign in the yard. That said, Smitty did it. And I was going, no way. You know, turn around and go back. I don't believe this. And we went back and pulled in the driveway, took a picture and everything. Smitty did it. And I posted that on Facebook and
0: everything. And what did you feel in your heart when you saw that sign?
2: Well, when I saw that sign, I told Alan that he's done it. He's back. Smitty's back. Oh, Cool. And on Monday, I was contacted by Jill Coffey. She has a rescue. They rescue all the cats from Loudoun County Animal Shelter. God bless her work. Yes, her and Kimmy Goodson both. They rescue these cats and they save almost every one of them.
0: Well, here's a and round of applause for them. Yay, girls! You going. And right. I had
2: been following them and staying in touch with them, and told them I was looking for a white kitten. And I had, I was in touch with other rescues too. But anyway, uh, Kimmy, the lady from the shelter, she wasn't even supposed to be there. Someone had picked up this kitten on the street running in the rain on Saturday the 4th and took him to the shelter. And she was there, happened to be there. And she called Kimmy and and told Kimmy about this cat. And Kimmy said she had a feeling she needed to get in touch with me. And she got in touch with Jill. And Jill got in touch with me and said, this is not a solid white cat, but we just feel like you need to look at this kitten. So I arranged to look at him on Tuesday. They were pulling him anyway, so I was just going to take him to Jill if he wasn't smitty. So we went on Tuesday to the shelter, and the lady came out with this kitten. I don't even know. I I can't even remember what the lady looks like because this kitten, it was just like he was there. It just filled the room, and I wouldn't put him in a carrier or anything. I just took him, and we took him to the car, and uh, we both knew. Me and Alan both knew, and... um,
0: How did you know? So people who have never experienced a comeback kitty, how did you know?
2: Well, I don't know because I've looked at other cats, even white kittens. I looked at white kittens all the time. But when she walked out with this kitten, it was like it was just there. It was in my heart. You know, I knew it was him. And your world just stopped.
0: Yeah, you didn't have any questions of maybe I should or maybe I shouldn't.
2: Well, not really. (laughs) Okay, And I had looked at a picture online, too. And the second picture I looked at that she had sent me, I thought, wow, you know, this picture kind of popped out to me. And they told me he had a broken leg. But Jill said that he does not have a broken leg, said his leg's not broken. And um, anyway, I, I didn't care a broken leg or whatever was wrong. You know, I was going to take this kitten home. I knew it was him. We both felt it, you know. We just knew that it was him. I don't know how we
0: knew, but well, it's something that once you look in their eyes, it's definite. Isn't that right, Coco?
3: Yes, you feel it when you look in their eyes. That's when it's a confirmation for me. When I looked in JoJo's eyes, it was just pure knowledge. You just know. It's like they know you, you know them, and you just don't have that doubt.
0: The show today is about the other side of a reincarnated pet. And everybody goes, okay, what's the other side of it? Well, there is a part of you that goes, I really loved my first pet, and I feel guilty about loving this new animal. Have you ever experienced that pet?
2: Oh, yes, I did. I felt very guilty. You know, I was happy to have him back, you know, and um, he don't look the same. That's one thing that I couldn't believe I did because I was holding out for a white kitten, (laughs) <laughs> you told me you told me it wasn't going to be solid white. You told me about the pinkish brown ears and the more of a off white colour, the beige looking colour. You told me what he was going to look like, and I still kept searching for a white kitten.
0: Well, but when you looked at him, did you feel guilty because of, what made you feel guilty? I felt guilty
2: because I felt like I was trying to replace Smitty, my first Smitty. And probably if he had looked identical, I still would have felt guilty.
0: And didn't your granddaughter make a comment, though, while you were going through this that I thought was just really unusual?
2: She did. Alan's granddaughter. And she's 10 years old. And we had him at a birthday party in July, and they came to the birthday party, and Anna knew Smitty before, but she had never seen Smitty now, and she loves animals. She was sitting there patting him, and I told her his name is Smitty, and she said, he came back, and I said, what do you mean, Anna? Are you talking about reincarnation? And she said, yes. And I said, how do you know about reincarnation? And she said, it's in the Bible. And I said, but he looks different. And she said, but his face is the same. Wow. And I just got
0: uh, chills. <laughs> I got chills all over here, too. <laughs> and for those that are listening, that's uh, the truth she, of a child. The chills yep. are go- goosebumps and God I, bumps. I, I, I couldn't
2: believe she even knew about reincarnation or anything. She said uh, his face was the same. Well, she was just same. was talking
0: from her heart, wasn't she? She was. She was talking from her heart. And what, when you also, were you worried about caring for him or were you worried about you weren't doing right by Smitty or when you gave him all the bowls and the toys and things, was he aware that, you know, did you go, well, maybe this is, maybe this isn't, let me try?
2: Well, I, you know, I saved, you know, I left everything the same for Smitty and he came that very first day, you know, he rode in my lap and when I got out of the car, he cried for me the very first day. So we got home, and he went and he always had a table that he got on because there was a big dog when we first had him, so we fed him up high on the table. So we still had his table and his bowls there. He got on that table, and he was very small, and I didn't want him to get on the table. I tried to feed him on the floor, and he got on the table anyway and reached his little arm out to me like he wanted to eat there. Oh. And so that's where he got to eat. And actually, he did fall off one time. But he he got to eat on the table. And uh, then we had this special tree of his that he slept on a lot. And we kept his blankets on it. And his favorite toys, Garfield and a little Christmas toy. So two times, you know, he always drug his blanket around before all the time. He would nurse his blanket. He would drag it around all over the house. So after he came back, within probably the first week, two times he drug the blanket, one blanket, out onto the landing there beside the tree. And he never done it again. It was like he was letting me know that this is me, but I'm not going to be doing this, you know. But
0: and what did you me. think about that? I mean, were you confused? I, I, said, like, you oh. know,
2: I said, he's telling me it's him. He's letting me know it's him. And he also knocked the toys off a couple of times, and then he doesn't really have anything to do with the toys now. But he was just letting me know it's him. That's the way I took it anyway.
3: He just yeah. wanted to wipe away any element of doubt that you might have had, just saying, hey, I'm back, and now he doesn't have to prove it anymore.
2: Yes. Yes. I mean, what you know, you he's, want- gonna, he's gonna he's going to do things a little different this time. He's not going to be just the same. He's well, kind of he, telling me that.
0: Well, he wouldn't be because he. why come back and be the exact same thing? You, When an animal comes back, they are going to have different and new traits simply for the fact that this is a new incarnation and they're not doing a rubber stamp of the old incarnations. So I believe, what did it take your husband to believe that it was Smitty? I believe that's interesting.
2: Well, you know, when after Smitty was gone uh, a couple of weeks later, he actually saw the spirit of Smitty on the bed upstairs.
0: And he yeah. ever seen anything before?
2: No, he's never seen anything. Never believed. He says he never dreams, but he's had dreams about Smitty, and Heck, yeah. uh, he's a
0: believer now. Smitty made him a believer. Well, and, Smitty's a very strong energy, and uh, you know, I think if it and your husband had never even thought about this before, was he afraid when he first saw the image on the bed?
2: Well, it kind of he was kind of it freaked him out, really. <laughs> yeah, he he came and got me. I was like in the basement. He was upstairs. He came and got me. He came downstairs, and his eyes were really wide. And he told me that he just saw Smitty. And of course, I'd been praying and begging to see Smitty. And uh, I don't even know how I got upstairs. But, you know, of course, Smitty wasn't there. And the spot where he said he'd seen him lay in felt kind of warm there. But he actually saw that, you know, and he questions himself about, was that my imagination? And, you know, he was questioning himself. And I said, no, it wasn't your imagination. You know, Smitty came to you.
0: And did he ever have any other occurrences like that he, prior? To-
2: no, he, he was uh, not a believer. He did not believe that. He did not believe it and tell this happened with Smitty. And he knows that this is Smitty here. That day that we got Smitty back, he knew that was Smitty, too. It wasn't so just me. He knew it, too.
0: Oh, wow. And so he was, went from a skeptic to a believer the he did. day He's a believer he met believer the now. Wow. He's an
2: absolute believer now. Wow. And Smitty did
0: it. Smitty did it. I love that. Smitty did That's it. <laughs> go Smitty. Well, on that note, while Smitty did it, we're going to take a bite for our sponsors, and we'll be right back.
1: We'll transport back into the metaphysical right after these earthly words from our sponsors. The new Dyson Animal Vacs are powerful, bagless, upright vacuums for homes with pets. Air muscle and radio root cyclone technology generates the strongest suction power to powerfully remove dust, dirt, and pet hair from the home or car. To order your Dyson Animal Vac, go to DysonDeals.com. DysonDeals.com to order your Dyson Animal Vac today. Dyson, music to your ears.
0: I'm not much of a reader
1: Hi, I'm Dr. Jeff Werber from Ask the Vets with Dr. Jeff here on Pet Life Radio. We want to hear from you. Listen in. We're on every Thursday, 1 o'clock Pacific time, 4 o'clock Eastern time here on PetLifeRadio.com. We are one of the only live shows on Pet Life Radio, and I'm here to answer your questions. So you can call in at 877 385 8882, or you can drop me an email to Jeff at petliferadio.com, and hopefully, we'll see you here on Thursdays.
0: Talk Pets
1: Let's Talk Pets On pet Life Radio pet Life Radio, Radio.
0: Alright, we're back And Pat, do you have anything else you want to add About sort of the way you feel When you know in your heart it's your pet But you look at him and go ah.
2: Yeah, but different look you know he had a different look and of course I wanted him to be identical I wanted to look into those golden eyes but now I'm looking into those beautiful blue eyes and you know I see the same spirit there and I not only but I not only felt guilty to the first Smitty I felt guilty to my new Smitty because I wanted him to look identical to my first Smitty (laughs) So that made me feel guilty toward him, you know, that he's got a different look. And and I was thinking, you know, I don't want him to know, think that I'm not happy with his look. You know, he's beautiful again. He was beautiful before, but he's beautiful again, and I love his look again now. And it took me, you know, I talked to another member, you know, we private messaged each other. When I was doing I was feeling like this and nobody was posting anything like all this guilt and stuff.
0: I want to say to you right now, that's why we sincerely appreciate and applaud your courage today because everybody thinks it's a cakewalk when you know, they get a reading what,
2: they get- Yeah, I was reading like everybody's so happy again, so what's wrong with me? And Diane asked me how I was doing in a private message. So I told her how I was feeling and she assured me that that was normal that she did that too and she said it took mm-hmm. her about 6 months and you know it it's been taken it's taken me about 6 months and now I think that I have come to accept this that this is real this is my baby um ready to do my story <laughs>
0: Well, I just think it's really exciting because people don't understand that, you know, you can say, oh, I'm so excited. But it does take in your mind because what you're doing is you're marrying your heart's information with your head's information. And having to marry those two, it's sort of like you go this can't be. And I look at friend and I go, well, this can't be. And then I look at friend and he looks at me and I go, well, yes it is. And then sometimes I'll go, this can't be the same dog. Then I wake up and his bee will be in my face on the pillow next to me. And I'm going, you know, I don't think God put a bee that's a 20 inch white bee on this brown dog for me not to get it. So I need to get it. And I think that it does take about six months. And I mean, reincarnated pets are different. Now, how do you see the difference? We see the difference is reincarnated pets are really intense and their eyes. There's just something about a reincarnated pet's eyes that is different from a pet on the first go round. And you can put up pictures. And when we're teaching classes, you can put pictures of one set of eyes and another set of eyes. And you can tell by looking at the eyes, some people can, that which is the reincarnated pet and which isn't. So when you say it's different, but it's the same, you're really expressing that it's the human who lets their own mind's limitations set the limitations of the spirit entering a new body. Because Smitty just went to the other side, changed his uh, outfit and turned around and Smitty did it and came back home and he was just wearing a different outfit, you know? Yeah, and he said he didn't
2: want to look, he told you he did not want to look the same. He didn't want that long hair, you yeah, know, it was the hairballs and stuff. That's right. <laughs> and his eyes, I guess you've seen some of the pictures I've posted, his eyes oh. are, they are in intense. Okay. They, they were before and they are again. Oh, yeah.
0: And I think that that's something for people to know. Just because they come back, you don't all of a sudden go, oh, life is beautiful. I mean, you have to adapt to their hyperactivity. Most uh, reincarnated pets have got energy galore. And somebody goes, why do reincarnated pets have so much damn energy? They're just about to wear me out. And it's simple. If they took all of that time to be able to cross the dimensions to come back into a new body, they've got energy to store. And when they're first coming in... You know, their energy has to recoagulate and readapt to Earth. But after that, they're like wide open, mm-hmm. and, and I don't know how wide open Smitty is, but is he into everything?
2: He's pretty wide open. Yeah, he loves to play and you know wrestle with his brother and everything. But along with that, it's like um, a young older cat.
0: Yeah, it's like he's in a young body, but he's a wise he's,
2: old soul. He's a young in a young body, yeah, but he just seems so wise, and he just knows things.
0: It's amazing. That,
2: that's it? what I I just feel like he's a young older cat. <laughs>
0: that's a good. Yeah, he goes wide right
2: open. I think this is how he got injured too, because him and his brother just collides in the air. Oh my word!
0: Okay, well, you have, you can't keep things on top of your tables, then can you? When they land.
2: Oh, no. Well, they do that mostly in the yard. We've got a cat yard. Oh. We call it catatraz. (laughs) Catatraz. It's (laughs) catatraz.
0: How fun. Well, is there anything else, if you were doing a counseling session to somebody who was going to get a pet again that was coming back, A, what would you warn them about, and B, what would you tell them about? To look
2: for. Well, you're not going to stop missing that other body they were in. Okay. Because I'll probably always miss his other body. I'm right Yeah. So you'll never stop missing that little body. And it's great. It's really great. But But. you're going to have these moments when the guilt feelings, you know, like missing your other one and and feeling like you're trying to replace them. But you're not really because of them. I mean, they really are back.
0: And hugging the fur. The fur yeah hugging the fur, you know, like they hug different,
2: oh yeah, like he feels totally different and and you said he would have medium hair and he you know he looks like a short haired cat, but mm-hmm. that fur lays down so it's silky, and you can pull it up, and it's a lot longer than it looks,
0: <laughs> <laughs> and what what else would you warn somebody about so that their heart won't hurt, and they'll sort of get a heads up on it,
2: well. <laughs> You're going to have your ups and downs over okay. it. I mean, it's a very happy time, but it's um confusing time. You okay. feel kind of confused about what's happened, and sometimes you just wonder if it's for real when you know it's for real in your heart. But you, sometimes you start having doubts, you know, how can it be? How yep. can this be real? Yep. But it is You real. don't have
3: doubt now, though, do you, Pat?
2: No, I have no doubt. I know it's him. When something happens like him getting sick right now, you know, it's just driving me crazy. And also, I have felt guilty toward my other kitties. Really? Because I don't feel quite the same. I love them all very much. But? But they're smitty,
0: And there's (laughs) Smitty.
2: Yep, there's Smitty. He's just different. He's my soul pet. That's cool. As much as I love them all, he's my soul pet.
0: And how many extra other cats do you have?
2: I have four others right now. I just lost Baxter two weeks ago today. And uh, it hurts. You know, I cried. It hurts. And I told him he could come back to me if he wants. But the thing is, and now I feel guilty because
0: I'm not grieving as hard as I was with Smitty. That's the truth, too a soul pet you have a deeper grief for.
2: There's a deeper. It's just deeper. Even though you love them all, you know, and I'd love to take them all in that I could and give them a good home, but Smitty's just different. Wow. Different than any other cat I've ever had. (laughs) How fascinating.
0: Well, we thank you for your time today. I think you'll help a whole lot of people who have animals that come back and sort of like you were in the closet going well I really feel funny about this but I know it isn't but I know it isn't and all this confusion so I'm hoping that the confusion that we shared today everybody will understand is just totally completely normal. Yes. And I was so happy to find out that I was just being normal. (laughs) Well everybody (laughs) who's listening to her you're normal. You're normal. Uh, (laughs) That's right. And don't feel bad because all it is is, is it's your brain training versus your heart's knowing.
2: And it will get better. The longer you have them with you, it'll get better. The feelings will get deeper. You'll know more, and it'll just get better.
0: Well, that's exciting. All right, we'll go to our sponsor. And thank you, thank you, thank you, Pat, for sharing Smitty's story. And um, we'll hope that many people out there will feel normal and understand <laughs> that confusion is a real part of a reincarnated pet. Yes, it is. And thank you, Brent, for having me.
2: Uh huh. Bye bye. Bye.
0: All right, folks. And now we're going to take one more sponsor break and we'll be right back. Sit. Stay.
1: We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Petco. Where the pets go. Petco. To get these awesome deals, go to PetcoDeals.com. That's PetcoDeals.com. Petco. Where the pets
3: go. This year, Americans are expected to spend a jaw-dropping $36 billion on their pets. From lighted leashes to high-end spa products, the discriminating pet owner can find just about anything to pamper his or her pet. Hi, this is Michelle Fern. Join me every week for Best Bets for Pets, where we'll talk about the latest pet products and talk to the companies that make them. Best Bets for Pets every week only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk
0: pets. Let's talk pets on
1: PetLifeRadio. Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Pet
0: and we're back. Now, if you want to ask your questions or if you feel confused, come on over to our Animal Reincarnation Facebook group. It's listed as the number one resource in the world. That's right. We're the leader in the world for pet loss grief support, and we look forward to answering your questions. And let me give you our co-host here, who's been really quiet over there. But Coco also has a comeback kid, and she's going to share her opinions on what she thought when JoJo came back. Tell us about it, Coco. Coco.
3: Well, I have very similar feelings to uh, Pat when I first got Jojo. Actually, when I first saw Jojo, as you predicted in the, in the reading, the minute I looked at him, even though he was perhaps a weak old puppy, the look that he had in his eyes was so different to the other puppies. He had very intense stare, raised his head as this little tiny baby and looked at me with such intensity, almost like he was angry at me, but it was a stare that he drilled into me. When I first brought him home, I, I did have this emotional guilt trip about the original Joey and I kept on thinking, is this real? I kept on asking myself, is it real? But every time I looked at him, I knew it was real, but I still felt the pain of the loss of the other physical body of Joey. And it took many, many weeks before, I mean, I didn't ever doubt it. I never doubted that he was back. I just had the guilt which made me doubt it. And like Pat, I actually also had a conversation with Diane and she assured me again that it was perfectly normal to go through this, that they don't necessarily show lots of signs of their previous life. And JoJo as a baby didn't show so many traits of Joey But he showed familiarity with the surroundings, with my other pets, and particularly the cats. And there's one cat I have who I've had for 13, going on 14 years, who Joey was extremely attached to. And when Jojo came in as the new incarnate, he went straight to Nepo. And they play together and the relationship is like it's a long-standing relationship. And Jojo is five months old tomorrow. So his previous incarnation, he was obviously friends with the cats. And now I know without any doubt that it's Joey. He comes into my office in the morning and he smiles good morning, which was one of the signs I had asked him before he was reborn that if he was coming back to show me that he was Joey because the smile was very much a part of Joey's personality. And now he smiles at me all the time. And I don't have any more guilt about his new body. I don't have any sadness anymore. I rejoice in the fact that I had him for four and a half years, but I'm now rejoicing that I have him again. And he's even actually physically similar to how Joey looked so I don't have the problem with he looks so different because he actually looks very very similar and the older he gets the more and more
0: Do you think that makes it easier for a person who's got to reincarnate so the guilt and the confusion is assuaged by the fact that the pet looks more like the old pet because my friend came back looking like the old friend with the exception he has this big B on it because the universe is going pay attention Brent so do you think that there it's really less guilt when they come back in a similar body than there is when they come back with a, a brand it's like a brand new dress or wardrobe yes,
3: I think it must be because if Jojo looked really different I'm not sure that it would have been as easy but because they're so similar at a corner of my eye he just looks like Joey he doesn't look like a different dog he looks like the same physical dog that Joey was just a slimmer version but he's so similar that it's almost like having him back again again
0: you don't miss the pain of hugging the old body, then, like she did with Miss. No, her. yeah, because
3: he's so similar. He's he's got the same naked belly. He's got the same little dip in his head that Joey had a in his just above his forehead. He had a little dip in his skull. So Mm -hmm. when I patted his head, my finger would go along that groove line on his forehead, and that's there again on this dog. And that was one of the things I loved about Joey was patting his head and just feeling that little dip in his forehead. And I'm patting Jojo, and he's got the same. He's got the same fur. He's got the same nude belly, you know, his skin on his belly. He's just skin. There's no fur.
0: It's just a pink tummy rub. Yeah, I know.
3: He's just so similar. But I had Charlie before Jojo returned, And it took me a long time to get used to Charlie's fur because Charlie's same colour, similar look but a much bigger dog. His fur is very soft and delicate. It took me a long time to get used to patting Charlie after Jojo died and then I had to get reused to feeling the original feeling of Joey. And now I've got the blended two. These two boys, they're asleep right next to me, curled up with each other. Jojo's lying on top of Charlie. They blend together. So to me, it's like they, the three of us are a, a team.
0: Wow. Well, I appreciate you sharing that with us. And I believe our next show, tell us what you're going to do on our next show, Coco. Well, I'd love to talk
3: about what we learn from when our pets die Whether our pets have returned or not, whether our pets are returning or not, but when they die, it seems to be a catalyst of learning for all of us. We can either go one way or the other, but most of us, it's a lifelong lesson that we will learn, and that's what I'd like to talk about.
0: Okay, well, then what we're going to do is wrap this show up, and we invite you to our next show, which what You Learn From Your Pet's Death? And if you'd like, we have a blog, www.petreincarnationblogspot.com. You can see us there, or we have a web page that is Pet Animal Life After Death Events that tells you how our events are all over the world and what we're doing and when we're doing it, so you won't miss a thing. We invite you to our Facebook group, lots of lively conversation over there and our books we hope you'll look at animal reincarnation and animal life after death there's a section in there that will teach you how to communicate and connect with your pets so that you can learn how to touch them see them feel them, and communicate with them all by yourself. And it'll just be your heart to their heart. So thank you for listening today. Stay tuned. We're doing a lot of new shows. You can see our upcoming show list on our page. And there's a lot of archives that'll keep you busy for a long time with many, many answers for your heart. See you next week. Bye, bye, bye.
1: Let's Talk Pets. Every week, on demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com.